Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Now I want you to listen to this sound. Listen, Sam, play him for us. Hear the sound. This is a particular kind of instrument. It's called harp. It's from this instrument that the piano, actually, if you open the grand piano, inside the grand piano, it's a harp. Listen to this sound again. Play. Listen, just listen. My time is going. I don't mind. Just listen. This was the sound that David was playing, that evil spirit left so. This was the instrument that David was good at. Harp. The skill that David had, what brought David to the house of Saul was when he was playing this instrument. But guess where he mastered his skill? He mastered his skill while he was taking care of sheep. When it looks like nobody was looking and watching him, that was when he was, he was playing this. Not unto man, but unto God. Today I'm going to be speaking on something that I have titled Intentional Praise. Intentional Praise. Please be playing it. Please can we go to Psalm 92 verse 1. Why we are reading, I want you to be meditating on this sound. It says it is good to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name O most high verse 2 to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night 3 upon an instrument of 10 strings and upon the what they call this one again now now upon the harp with a solemn sound that's exactly what you are hearing 4 for thou Lord has made me glad through thy works I will triumph in the works of thy hand. Verse 5. O Lord, how great are thy works and thy thoughts are deep. 6. A brutish man, a brutish man knoweth not, neither do a fool understand this. Verse 7. When the wicked springs as the grass and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. Verse 8. But thou, Lord, are most high forevermore. Intentional praise. Something happened in the Bible. Somebody that was very close to Jesus, who was a friend to Jesus, Lazarus to be more precise, he had an encounter. He died. And now it was Jesus' time to come to the venue. To come and address an issue. Let me give you a very background story. 
This guy was dead to the extent that the sisters was afraid that when they opened the tomb, the stench that would come out from there was going to be terrible. So you could see people gathered together with their different expectations. To some people, this is the failure of Jesus' ministry. To some people, let us see this man. Expectations beyond words. I could see the disciples, they were afraid for Jesus because this is an opportunity for the ministry of Jesus to blow or to be destroyed. Everybody was expecting to see what was going to happen with this so-called Jesus because this thing has never happened before. I could see the Pharisees, Sadducees, and all the seas seated with their long beards and all their robe and everything. <laughs> Let us see the magic this man want to do. It's just like you. It's like you're expecting a baby, but there is no sign to show that your womb is active. In short, you just came out from a miscarriage and, and you are still, everybody, your mother-in-law is coming to visit you. You know, for women, you know what I'm talking about. Men, we don't understand. When we see our wives going to and fro, as in going around preparing for our mother-in-law, we say, what is it? Now, is it that she just go come and she'll just eat and go? No. No. Mostly when there's no child in the house. No. It's not just eat and go. Because there are some messages that we pass as she's going to the kitchen and, and your wife is going. You will hear, hmm. That hmm is deep. Women, do you feel what I'm feeling? Those of you that have kids, you know before then now. Expectations. And here was Jesus. I could see Peter telling the other disciples, man, guy, I'm going to pack Lodo. Because I don't know how this one wants to kill me. This guy don't die for three days. And Jesus said, let us still wait for him to die more. So he was dead to die. The dying was the dead one. But when Jesus came, after he had had the discussion with Mary and Martha, he got to the tomb. When I read this scripture, John 11:41. When I read this scripture, this part was the part that humbled me. He said, "Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, look at the few, the first word that proceeded out of the mouth of Jesus in the midst of human expectation, in the midst of his ministry career getting to, to, to be destroyed or something will happen. The very first thing, he took himself out of the pressure of the expectation of man. The first word that came out of his mouth was, Father, I thank thee. Father, I thank thee. That was the first word that came out of Jesus. It was something that was not expected. I believe that if, if, if the guy was in a particular ministry, perhaps he would have said, fire fall down and die. Mm, but not Jesus. With pressure and everything, he took himself out of what human beings were going to think. He just said, Father, I thank you. Many of you, that will be the last thing that will first come into your mind. I am, I'm talking to people right now. 
The first thing I want to cause God, I need my baby. But that's not what Jesus Christ said. He said, Father, I thank you. Father, my God, my daddy, in the midst of human beings telling me that this, this body was decayed and cannot be restored, in the midst of human expectations telling me that my ministry is going to, is going to die, in the, midst, in the midst of everything, of them telling me that I can never give birth, in the midst of, of the doctor's report I just saw yesterday, in the, in the midst of all these things that just, my mother-in-law just said to me, I just want to first of all give you thanks. give you thanks. Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Praise, thanks. It is a weapon. Kneeling down to tell God thank you. There is so much spiritual implication than what you see physical results. The time is going. And Jesus Christ was going to teach the disciples, Luke 11, how to pray. The first thing is the same method of Jesus Christ praying. He said, when you come, first of all, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. He didn't say you should bring your needs first. He said you should be grateful first. I'm speaking to somebody. Yes. Oh, pastor, my needs are beyond words. I know. Pastor, I never pay rent. I know. Pastor, no man, they come my side. I know. Pastor, I don't even have boxers. I know. Pastor, there is school fees to be paid and I don't have the money. Pastor, hey, 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 my Wivon, I've been wearing it for three months. I know. Ah, uh, Pastor, my son has not given birth. And right now, his younger brother's wife is giving birth to their second baby. And as a mother, I am worried. I know. But, are you grateful? First of all, that you have a son. Are you grateful? That actually, you even have a roof. Are you grateful? That at least you have paid some months on your rent. Are you grateful that you have a job? Father, thank you. Thank you. Instant praise. Reverend Sibos said, one of the characteristics of an ingrate is that they forget easily. They don't, they, they too, they forget. They don't remember the one way God do yesterday. Is God I have applied and they have not called me. God, some of you even, you even read God Raya's act. Father, if you do not do it for me, I will give up the faith. Who you they do? No, no, who you they do? Some of you, when you they pray, but let's say, God, God, the quarrel. God, I'm warning you, Jesus, I'm warning you. Either you restore my womb or I will go and run things. Who you they do? All God just need to do now just to off the supply of breath, just off and for five minutes. You go whole church, begin to call everybody. For he's a merciful God. Grateful. Grateful.
grateful. In short, there was another person, Paul and Silas. They were jailed. They were in prison. Which many of you, the first thing you will first think of is, maybe we fair look for where we will escape. Oh, oh boy. Where any place they will feel. No, they didn't think that way. The first thing is that they choose to give God thanks in their present state. They started with praise and thanks. Paul and Silas, the Bible says they prayed, they sang. And when it was God's time to take that praise and convert it back to human understanding and to convert it to, to address human needs. You see, the, pray, you know, the, 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 the invisible now is being translated to the visible. The first reaction was that everywhere shook. That's the power of instant gratitude praise. Complaints. That's one of the ways to hinder the possibilities that you would have explored if you were just grateful. First of all, let me just address this. It's not a calo calo business. Okay, God, Pastor Patrick said we'll praise you. So, Father, I want to praise you. God, I praise you. You'll be looking at your account. Father, I worship you. First day. Lord, you are too much. Second day. God, how far now? You know they hear my praise. No, no, that's not how it works. You must first of all really be in your heart. Have the heart of gratitude. So I wrote some, here, some things here. I said praise is a weapon. And Jesus gave us what it can do. When you first give God praise. So what are the benefits? When you praise God, you get even more than the results that you, you, you prayed for. There is immediate intervention when you praise, when you are deliberate to praise God, in spite of what you are going, there is there is there is there is an intervention. There is immediate see, you see the kingdom of God gets involved when you involved God with praise. Your matter becomes God's matter. He steps in and takes charge. But today, I'm telling you, don't praise him because you want results. Praise him because he's a good God. I know many of you are here now. I want to not get work now. There's somebody that I see. When I see the sister, they wear different hairstyles. I say, Jesus is good. I remember those periods that sister was like, I need a job. But today is a different case. Daryl, Daryl, you are, you, are, you are in a place right now that you, are not, you can't complain about some things. You know if you complain, say, man, now one meat day your plate. He, he, that is the least of your worry. Because truly God has been faithful. I'm just telling many of you right now today, in spite of your needs, in spite of the things that has not yet been done, in spite of all those things, genuinely from your heart, really praise God and thank God. When you praise God, it shows God's might. There are scriptures here. Psalm 89 verse 8 and 14. Mark 10 27. When you praise God, he shows his ability in your situation. It took Jesus to say, Father, thank you. 
for a dead body to be restored back what is it that you are going through take that aside genuinely genuinely see and God is so wonderful that you don't need English to, to, to make your prayers in short I even prefer you pray in pigeon like the wafi guy that wanted to make a prayer he said Baba God show the guy no fish out many of them are going to say God are you here are you hearing me I am telephoning you God pick up your phone Jesus you're picking the call no he said Baba God show you don't need to please God with, with eloquent words. Those guys playing and say, Father, the intricacy of my situation is beyond my ability to comprehend what I'm going through right now. My faculty cannot... No, leave that one. Just, Father, I thank you. I want us to go back and revisit our lives again. Are you really grateful? In short, I just discovered that there are some people they call them, they say they are colorblind. How many of you have heard of that? People who are colorblind. When you give them blue, they don't know that it's blue. They see pink. So if you can still detect colors, God is faithful. I'm telling you to let go of any pressure and really in your heart to thank God for life. Nigeria, don't bad. Nigeria, don't bad. I want to relocate. My brother, first of all, First, be grateful to God. I know there is nothing you want to tell me that I don't know. I'm sure sometimes, you know, while we're worshiping God, I heard God again saying that, Patrick, I have in, I'm intervening again in Nigerians' issues. Sometimes it's beyond what you can imagine. Sometimes I don't like listening to radio because it's the same news you will hear. Our politician took money and ran away and they caught the person's children and they not give them four years. They say, just serve and go. You become angry. No, 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 relax. Don't be fooled. God is working. No. Don't be fooled. God is working. Don't be carried away. God is intervening in Nigerians' issue. Don't just let your mind go. <laughs> God knows what he's doing. God is a strategist. God, the day I sat my wife down and I began to tell her, I said, all these people relocating. You think God's hand is not in it? You think God's hand is not in it? Different people relocating to the different part of the world. You think God does not know what he's doing? One of the ways that China got transformed was they called back all their people with the knowledge that they had that they should come. Come, let us make our country change. And that's the revolution that changed China. So you think God does not know what he's doing? The God that can make a whole, a whole Moses go to the same house of the people who are going around to keep people to be the one to, to bring him up. You think he doesn't know what he's doing? Do not be fooled. God is at work. But the only thing we need to do is that we have to be led by the Spirit of God. So if you are here, you have prepared your passport, you want to go. Pastor Patrick, hear it from me. Just be led. Go. But know that there is a reason. There is a reason. Not say you can't come on for yet. Come go they do work. What you not go feed do for here? You go they do and there because you say Nigeria bad. The Isaac faced the same thing. He wanted to relocate. God said, "Guy, chill." I know if I preach this message, some of us say, "Not be God." They speak right now. God told Isaac, "Say, my guy, guy, stay here, stay here." Now here, this is where I will bless you. If God will be telling many of you, mostly when you've done your visa, you've gotten your visa, God said, "You know what? You should relax here." You say, "You spirit that is not of God." That does not want me to step into America. I cancel you. You know, it reminded me of the, I've said it before, when I went to shop and I went to buy, it just like as a, 
Yami is looking right now, or Daryl. You know, imagine you are going to shop and you bought all these things with the suit and everything, and God said, Buy that shoe. Buy the. Ah, you say, God, thank you. I love you, Jesus. And you put everything inside the bag, and I was going. The person that was John Aregan, it's my very good friend, he was following me home. The guy, don't, we don't pass four junctions. Holy Spirit did not speak. Oh. It was when it was time for me to go to my own house. Holy Spirit said, Patrick, you love me. I said, God, I too love you. He said, okay, everything in that paper bag, give it to that your friend. I said, you spirit of, of whatever is coming. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. This is not the voice of God. If it was the voice of God, while I was buying it, you would have told me to buy for him. What spirit is this? And you told me to choose the finest color. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. God said, hey, not me. I know they go. Give him everything. I said, okay. So I gave it to John. And John, the guy was, see, the guy was so happy. And he said, Patrick, is it for me? I said, guy, if you not take this thing now. I go say, God, no, I, I beg. You understand? I gave it to him. When he was now narrating what happened. The guy was in a state whereby he had cried to God, God, intervene on my matter. I'm telling many of you, God is intervening on your matter. But have a heart of gratitude. He was crying. He never expected it. You see, God, God took somebody to go and shop for somebody else. Just to make the person know that, see, I have you in my mind. I'm telling somebody, God has you in his mind. Go get you for my. He never forgets you. And God said, pick the best. I was picking the best shirts, the best trousers. Everything I was picking was just, was on point. Ah, God, say, God, I get you for mine though. Notice I forget you. The least place he thought he was going to get the result. Imagine if the guy not going to escort me. Good friend. He said, let me just escort you. God was going to change his wardrobe that day. Because he obeyed. Many of you, you are waiting for things to be perfect before you move. You don't know. It is in the insignificant way that God has laid blessings for you. But you are because you are too sophisticated. I get degree. You think it's easy? I get masters. Can you tell me to go and polish you? My father's shoe. God transformed him. So the summary of everything I'm trying to say. When you have a heart of gratitude you will unlock some doors that you were not expecting to unlock. That's just the summary of my message today. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Ah, David. Hey, the guy began to play. This was what God was receiving in the bush from a man called David. But when it was God's time to convert that gratitude, he taught him how to fight. He taught him how to kill lion. He taught him how to pull down giants. This is the conversion of gratitude. Being turned into human's perspective and intervening into human situation. A deep heart of gratitude is what I'm telling you to do. And please do not do it because you want somebody to know that you are, uh, uh, I just want me to know, say, uh, at least I, I, I thank God. No, 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 no. Don't do it because you want to get something back from God. Do it because he deserves it. He deserves it. <sighs> Where should I start from? He deserves it. He deserves it. Many of you know some of this. The, the, the situation I went, went through. My wife, 
some things happened to her and I never thought that we could I just said God I thank you today I'm seeing the answer of that gratitude can we stand up are you grateful 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 oh don't wait for me to tell you to begin to pray are you grateful are you grateful are you grateful you have a wife are you grateful ha. Oh, Shatayaliba. Some people lost their loved ones. But are you grateful? You, are you grateful? Are you grateful? Ah, God, my children, they're giving me headache. Are you grateful, really? I just want you to begin to thank God, first of all. Please eliminate yourself from any need you have. Genuinely give God thanks. Genuinely give God thanks. Genuinely. Genuinely, it goes beyond where you are right now. It goes through all the things that you have gone through. It goes beyond what is in your in your bank account. I'm just telling you, I just be grateful. Let it be from this service that God will hear your thankfulness. Let it be from this service that God will hear your gratefulness. Let it be from this service that there will be a change because you chose to genuinely give God thanks. Genuinely, genuinely. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real, influence your world.